What is up, guys? Welcome to The Real Build. I'm your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. What I'm going to be doing with this show is actually showing you guys what exactly you need to look for prior to buying, building, selling, or even renting a home. I'm going to bring in some of the top people in the industry so we can dive deeper into discussion about these topics and really give you guys the tools you need to learn and know prior to making one of the biggest purchases of your lifetime. So with that being said, guys, welcome to The Real Build. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Real Build. I am your host, Bill Ryman, your broker builder. Thank you all for listening. Today, I have another solo episode for you guys. And I like to do these solo ones sometimes because when things come to my mind, uh, just you know, dealing with people, dealing with customers, I'll, I'll take note of it. And if there's something that I can give of value that helps the listener, uh, I'm happy to talk about it. And that today is one of those things. Um, today, I want to kind of talk about where you can save money when building a custom home without cutting out quality. Uh, this came to mind because you know I deal with a lot of people in the custom home world that you know most people have a budget and they don't know or understand you know how to go about it because building a home it's not easy it's a big process and and a lot of people are kind of weary of doing it because they've you know been screwed by a different builder or whatever and. You know, builders don't have a po- their pocketbook in mind, but with us, we've, you know, I always have to comfort, you know, kind of tell people that that's where we're here to, what we're here to do as a builder is kind of help and guide you. Um, that's how we are as a builder. I'm not sure, you know, not every builder is that way, but, you know, as a custom home builder, people hire you for that guidance. So I, I just want to talk about some ways people can save money when building a custom home. Uh, I'm not talking about a production home or a track home. This is a custom home build. So uh, before we get into that, though, guys, thank you as always for listening. Um, you know, the show keeps growing each and every week. I appreciate it. The only thing I ask, I don't, I don't advertise. I will probably never advertise. I like to do this for fun and, you know, just share spread value and help you guys out as the listeners. But only thing I do ask is if you could please rate and review this show. If you're on iTunes listening, just go hit five star review real quick. It takes two seconds and then just write a quick review saying, this show is awesome or something like that. doesn't have to be anything major, uh, just something real brief and quick because what that does is it spreads this show, grow, helps grow this show. We got a, quite a few reviews on there now. I appreciate everybody doing that and taking the time to do it. A little bit of background on me if you're a new listener. Uh, I am a broker and a builder in the Southwest Florida area, Naples, Marco Island. Uh, I've grown up in the business I've had a, I've been a real estate broker, well, licensed broker for four years, but I've been in real estate, licensed real estate agent for almost 10 years now. Um, so I know real estate really well. Um, and then also, as far as building, I grew up in the construction business. My dad is a builder. He was also in a concrete business. So I grew up on it. I grew up working on job sites. I know uh, how homes are built you know, from the ground up, I've learned it. I've done every single thing. My dad's made me do all the trades. I've done trim carpentry. I've done, you know, cabinet installs, all that kind of stuff. So 
I know my electrical, I know my way around a home very, very well. And that, you know, growing up in the business, it's helped me kind of towards, you know, helping other people and, and guiding you as the listener too. But that's just a brief background on me. If you want to check out more, I mean, you could always ask me, message me too, or just there's past episodes where I talk about my past as well. But with all that being said, let it, let's dive into this episode, uh, the solo episode. I'm going to have more interviews coming up uh, within the next few weeks. Got those scheduled uh, with some great people in the building industry. I want to get another real estate professional on. It's been a while for that. Uh, working on something with somebody that builds custom closets. So I'm trying to hit hit these little areas in the construction world so people can you know listen and and uh you know if you like what if you're looking to build a custom closet you can go to that episode and learn i i just did a one on garage doors as well which was great so with that being said guys where can i save money when building a custom home without cutting out the quality now let's start in the interior of the house and one of the main things that I always tell people too uh, in the interior, and it's one of the focal points, is the cabinets. Now, when selecting cabinets, when you go in, this is custom homes. Not This isn't uh, track homes or production homes because they have their specific cabinets and you're limited to choices. Custom homes, choices are endless. But how can you save money and still get a quality cabinet? Well, First off, you want that custom custom builders, vendors to be qualified. Uh, obviously, do your research. You know, ask ask the builder how long they've worked with the vendors because you usually before you pick a builder anyway, you'll see their product. So go go to one of their houses that they're building, look at the cabinet quality, and and you should be okay there to start. But um, cabinets in general, there's a lot of variables in these and, and, you know, whether they're elevated off the floor, floating cabinets, the finish on the cabinet, uh, the box build of the cabinet, the door styles. So, uh, how high the cabinets go up, uh, hardware is another factor. So all these things add up, you know, and they add to the cost. And, you know, most people don't realize that, you know, you do a certain finish on a cabinet door, it can, it can add up quite a bit. So when you go in to do your selections with the custom builder or with uh, whoever works, we have somebody that uh, works within our office that takes our clients around, go in there with a budget in mind. You know, you can ask a lot of questions, uh, you know, like shaker doors. You're seeing a lot of shaker in these kind of coastal home trends. They're not that much to do if it's just a simple shaker, uh, not much detail to it. But if you add details to the door and you start adding little things, cost goes up, colors, custom colors, so on and so on. So with cabinetry, it's important to ask the right question. If you're doing a floating va- vanity or an elevated vanity with a toe kick light, see these things all add up. But if you want to be budget friendly, just do a simple vanity that goes to the floor. Um, you know, nothing special. Do a shaker door, maybe in white. You know, you can keep things simple and then pop the rest of the bathroom off with the tile selection or with the color choices and towels and all that, or even the kitchen with the, with the tile selection around it, maybe a ceiling detail above it or, or a nice light. So there's different things that you can do to set these areas off. Next thing in the interiors is ceiling details. So 
we just sold a model home. You guys can go check it out on um, Ryman Pro, the Ryman, it's uh, Ryman Media on YouTube. Sorry about that. You can look at a video on that. You can probably go on my Instagram. I'm Bill Ryman is my Instagram. Go check out the video of the model home we just sold. We won four awards on it. But um, I had ceiling. We put ceiling details in every single room in that house. And they were pretty extravagant details. They were, there was a lot of woodwork and so on. So if you want to save money, just do... You know, you can do a simple step up in the ceiling, uh, just a tray. Um, you can do some simple wood beam or, you know, not actual wood beams, but you can build out beams and just have them painted, uh, you know, but do ceiling details where it matters too. So what I mean by that is you don't need ceiling details in guest rooms. In my opinion, I don't think it's a resale factor. We did them in this model home because it was a luxury model home, but in other houses, just do a flat ceiling. I mean, if you want to do some crown molding, you can, some people are shying away from crown molding, but you don't really need ceiling details in the guest bedrooms. We even had ceiling details in this house in the bathrooms, you know, which this was a different caliber of home. Uh, did, if we didn't have those ceiling details, would it have affected the sale of the house? No. So what I'm getting at is, is just worry, focus on the actual places that matter meaning like when you walk in the house the first thing like the great room area you know the open room you should have a ceiling detail in there maybe in the kitchen too if it is a great room usually the kitchen's tied into the living area so you can kind of complement the kitchen with or the dinette maybe with the same ceiling detail you have in that great room you don't need anything extravagant just do something simple simple meaning like i said a couple beams maybe that they don't have to be solid wood beams uh, trim carpenter can just build those out. Uh, master bat a bedroom, uh, just something in there because you're spending a lot of your time in that master bedroom. So maybe do a vault. You can do a vaulted ceiling. You don't need a ton of woodwork. Uh, maybe do a backboard or something like that to set that off. But um, you don't need anything extravagant ceiling details. So another next big thing in the interior of the house where this one's a huge factor that people really need a lot and it's tile people really need to pay attention to tile expense so with tile what really adds up with it is tile size obviously but we're doing a ton of porcelain now not as much stone but porcelain there's porcelain's come so far where it looks just like stone but borders also so people pick out these borders and they go in there and you know, you could find borders for 20 plus dollars a square foot and that adds up quick in a shower. So maybe simplify it and just do your tile and run it up the wall and, and skip the borders. We're seeing that happen. You know, it's a little bit more modern, cleaner look where you don't have a shower border anymore, but borders add up big time. I had an actual customer that they had $11,000 in a shower wall. $11,000. You believe that in a shower wall. So, you know, you just ask the right questions when you go into the tile supplier. And once again, talking about custom home builders, because we had the selections are endless versus a track home or production home builder where they give you a few choices and that's it. So you go in, just, you can go in on a budget. If you want to be at $3 a square foot, or if you want to be at $4 a square foot, there's stuff out there that you can find that's very nice for that budget. 
Um, you know, but you can easily slip into $10 square foot. Now, another thing with tile too is when picking out flooring, the bigger the tile slab or, you know, the bigger the tile, that's a, that kind of sets what the labor is going to be too. So labor is not cheap, you know, and especially if you do a big tile slab, like, you know, a 24 by 24 or even bigger than that, they're going to probably have to mud set that. So there's a difference between thin set and mud set. Thin set is less expensive to do because it's less labor intensive for the tile guy versus mud set, which is a lot more money to do because they have to mud set it because the tile is so big because the thin set won't hold. So factors to think about there too, because labor does add on. So when you're doing a custom home, take that into mind as well. Uh, let's go into lighting now. You can find, so there's lights out there. When you go to a, like our, our um, supplier, there's a lot of choices in lighting. But you can do your research prior too. You can go on sites like Wayfair. You can go on house.com. You can go on um, you know, Pinterest. Find some lights at affordable pricing and you can kind of find find what you're looking for and then bring it to the supplier so they have an idea of what you're looking for as well so that you're not kind of going through this lighting place picking out lights that are going to be way way over your budget because lights can get expensive so i'd prep that ahead of hand if you can um, because you're going to go in a lighting place there's a lot of them and um, you know by the time that you're out of there, things add up quick. And then when we send you, you know, how much in lights you're going to be paying, you're going to be like, okay, I need to go back there again. So do your research prior on that. Um, home automation, we're doing a ton of this now. Control 4 is pretty big with us. Uh, I've had, I've talked home automation on past podcasts, but you can do yourself. A lot of the home automation now, I mean, Lutron, you can go to Lowe's, you can buy your own Lutron switches. They're like 50 bucks for a switch. And um, you can kind of start doing that yourself and, and um, you know, and save a lot of money because Control 4, I mean, you can add up to 50, 80, 100,000 real fast doing Control 4. It's an awesome product. But you can keep it manageable with a lot of these smart home products that are out there like you know, ring. And then you got Lutron switches. Like I said, at Lowe's, you can go get them or Home Depot. Um, you know, there's Google, like all these companies are coming out with less expensive home automation products. So with home automation, if you want to save some money, you could always have it pre-wired too. So if you want cameras, you can pre-wire it and then you could do that yourself with the low voltage wire. So there's, you can always ask your builder, just pre-wire for it, or you can meet with the builder's automation specialist and just kind of do a walkthrough of what you really need uh, from them. And then you can do the rest yourself. So keep that in mind as well. Plumbing fixtures, as far as interior, this is another huge one. You can go into our supplier, you know, our suppliers, and there is a lot of choices you know, Moen, Delta, all these different um, companies, Kohler, go in this same with lighting, kind of do your research and go in having a mindset of what you actually want. Cause you can find some pretty cool 
faucets and fixtures for at a good price and kind of know your pricing too before um also ask your builder if he gets a discount from the supplier as well uh, some builders get discounts so you you know that's the benefit of building with a builder you know so we get some discounts in some other areas so just just check that out do your research on that one because you can find some nice fixtures inexpensive and um yeah, I mean, that's my best advice on that one. Because you're not going to want to go to Lowe's. You're going to want to use the builder's uh, supplier. Don't go to Lowe's or Home Depot because the builder has their suppliers for a reason. Uh, they warranty it. They take care of them. The builder has that relationship. So if any issues happen, you just call the builder and things get resolved quick. Uh, countertops, big one here. Quartz tops are very popular right now. So what you want to do, quartzite, is actually going to be very expensive versus quartz. The difference is quartzite is actually natural. Quartz is actually man-made. So the man-made product, you can find some nice quartz pieces uh, for l a lot less than actual quartzite. Granite too. Um, the granite goes in levels. Um, so if you're looking for a certain granite, you can find some really nice granite and maybe a lower end level. So that's, once again, the responsibility of the builder and whoever goes with you to kind of guide you on those selections, too, because you go to our granite yard, it's pretty overwhelming. I mean, there's a lot of selections to do, but we have somebody that always goes with you. Same if there's an interior designer involved. I always say interior designers do not have pocketbooks, but that's why we're here as the builder to kind of keep you um, at a certain budget that you want to be at. Um Another strategy with, with countertops too is you can always ask if they have scrap pieces. Scrap pieces meaning that these these were cut pieces uh, that were never used because they used you know obviously they were left over. So maybe if you have a smaller bathroom like a powder bath or something like that, you can get a really nice quartzite piece or something like high high level granite piece for next to nothing because it's in their scrap yard. So keep that in mind when you're going to a granite place. Uh, if you have a small countertop or something like that that you need a piece of granite for, that's a great strategy to kind of go in and, um, you know, utilize like a high, high level granite or quartzite or stone product for next to nothing because it's in scrap. Uh, energy efficiency, this one's pretty big. I mean, Energy, if most energy efficient stuff's going to cost you more, but you're going to save in the long run. So that's something to consider. Like we do all spray foam all the time now. Um, I don't think we have one home that's not spray foamed in the attic. Uh, you can save money by doing the regular bad insulation. I don't recommend it. I recommend the spray foam. I bought a house and I actually took all this insulation out and I had my house, my current house spray foamed. Huge difference in, in, it's just a major, major difference in, in what you're what you're getting as far as energy efficiency and so on. So, highly recommend spray foam. Highly recommend, um, you know, going with that and and other energy fit. I mean, what's behind the walls? We I've talked about this in past episodes. We use like a foam board uh, versus the foil insulation. Foam board's a lot better. Uh, windows and doors, you can insulate those as well. Um, you know, obviously with windows and doors, they come, 
um, with tint on them here in Florida, but uh, that's that helps with your energy calcs and so on. I've talked about this stuff too. So I wouldn't skip on energy efficiency uh, in the long run. It's going to save you money down the road. I mean, having spray foam, my electric bill is 10 times better because I think during the summers here, my AC would run nonstop, but with spray foam, it actually stops, takes a break. I mean, at night I turn my airway down and when I wake up, I turn it up and it takes forever for, you know, cause it stays cool. It takes forever for my AC to start up again. So with energy efficiency, don't skimp there interior doors. So this is one, I mean, with paneling and everything on an interior door, uh, paneling can, what I mean by that is the different details in the actual doors that can add up. So if you do like a single panel door, okay, you're going to probably save some money or a flat panel or whatever, but the paneling can add up. Now we use solid wood doors. Uh, that's what we like to use, obviously being custom home builder and quality solid wood is better than the hollow core, but hollow core doors are nice. I mean, you can find some cool details on a hollow core door and it'll save you a lot of money. Um, so you know, that's something to consider too. If you want to cut, cut, cut some costs on the interior doors, uh, look into hollow core. They have the same look. I mean, they're not as heavy and it's not as sound deadening, but um, you, you can still get some nice stuff in a hollow core door. Now door hardware too. That's another thing. Um, whether you use, we use M tech, uh, we're big on M tech, but you know, if you want to go to a lower end, uh, like a quick set or something like that, you can save some money there too. Just you know, on your exterior hardware in Florida, I wouldn't skimp. I wouldn't cut corners because, it, and I would go with the manufacturer of the hardware that's willing to replace it. Because Florida, obviously, with the weather and the rain and all that kind of stuff, the elements it gets beat up pretty fast. Uh, I don't recommend chrome outside uh, with any manufacturer here in Florida without getting too much into that. But the weather beats that up so much. But in other places, I mean, just shop around and see because your supply, whatever builder you're using, they'll bring you to the suppliers, and you can still get some cool hardware uh, similar to the M Tech. M Tech M Tech is more expensive, but you can find something similar, like in a modern handle or something like that, that uh, is a lot less money, maybe fifteen to twenty dollars less a, a door handle. So. Take that into consideration with interior doors. Appliances, this is a big one. I mean, you got your Sub-Zeros and then you got your LGs and Samsungs and, you know, you got your KitchenAids and so on. If you're going Sub-Zero, if you're going with Thermador, you're going to pay more money. But if you don't really need that high-end fridge or that high-end product, you know, like Wolf or Viking, go with a KitchenAid product. You know, it's appliances aren't really going to make or break a sale. Obviously having a sub-zero fridge is a plus. I love sub-zero. They last a long time. I think my dad had one in his house for 20 some years that he kept working. They're great products. Uh, they're probably going to, you know, you pay, you get what you pay for in the end. But if you want to save some money too, KitchenAid's a great product. It's a lot less money than Thermidor and sub-zero. So think about that. Going to, I'm, I'm sure there's more on the interior. Uh, and if you guys have any thoughts or questions you want to ask me, just message me. You can message me on Facebook, uh, message me on DM me on Instagram. Once again, I'm Bill Ryman on Instagram. Uh, if you have questions about maybe something that you can save some money on, I'm happy to help too. But let's go to the exterior moving along here. So, exterior windows and doors. 
uh, you can save money on the selection of the actual window and door you choose. So, you know, if like I'm going to use Florida as an example because that's where I build homes. So, uh, Anderson versus PGT, we use PGT on a lot of our houses. PGT is a great product, it's one of the top producers of impact windows and doors in the country. Uh, and it comes in a lot of different sizes and styles versus Anderson, which you're limited. And Anderson is a lot more money. Same with like doors. Let's go to Windor. PGT uh, is less expensive than Windor, but we're doing Windor sliders for people because they want to spend more money. And we're doing Anderson windows for them as well. PGT is going to save you money. There's also lower end than PGT too. So just ask your builder if you don't really care about what the brand is ask your builder what options you do have and in your builder it's his responsibility to give you those options so with the exterior windows and doors obviously muttons on them meaning the window designs and all that kind of stuff adds up as well uh color choices all that kind of stuff anderson's going to give you a little bit more profiles and all that kind of stuff too so just ask, uh, do your research as far as the products because architects, I mean, I have an architect, he does a lot of Anderson and Windor on his plans, but we've switched to PGT later on because I explained to the customer, you know, it's really not worth paying the extra money to do that if you're just going to do a white profile or a black or a, a bronze. So, you know, ask your builder about that kind of stuff. Exterior railings, um, this one, you know, any kind of detail in a railing is going to add money. So on your plans, if you have a detail, instead of doing a straight picket, you, horizontal or vertical straight picket's going to be a lot less versus something with an X or detail or on it or something like that. Powder coat color, um, you know, you stick to the basic colors, you're going to be fine, but you get into these custom powder coat railings that adds up, glass railings that, of course, is going to add up too. So just keep it simple. Horizontal, vertical, straight pickets white, black, whatever, bronze, whatever you want to match to the house. Just keep everything simple and you're going to you're gonna keep the price down as well. Uh, details on the exterior of the house. Now, you there, we've been doing stucco de details out of the actual stucco, stucco on the side of the houses. Um, you know, we, we don't use hardy board like a lot of guys up north. We actually use stucco for our details because hurricanes obviously would rip that hardy board right off. So doing that actual stucco detail adds money. So if you keep it simple, keep it straight, not none of the, none of the siding look to the house or the panel look to the house, then you're going to save some money. Also there's sand float finish versus a textured finish. Textured finish is going to be less than a sand float. Sand floats more labor. Sand floats smoother. Texture has obviously texture. So that's stuff right there too. Wood brackets and trellises on the exterior of a house, those are going to add up. Um, I've seen builders use PVC materials for trellises, stuff like that, which saved money. I think they look cheap, but if you want to save money, you can go that route. But wood is, you know, we use whether we're using cypress or cedar, it's going to add up because the painter has to stain it and so on. Same with the corbels. The more simple you keep things, which people are starting to do in this modern look, the less expensive it's going to be. Any kind of detail outside. I mean, we've had uh, Bahama shutters, they call them, which they're aluminum shutters. Those are just a detail. Those add up. They're not too bad, a couple thousand dollars maybe, um, but it adds to the exterior look of the house. So it's hard to save if you're really trying to have a certain look 
on next year, but those are some options to consider. And majority, like I said, guys, this is this is kind of down where I'm at um, with what I'm talking about as well. Uh, roof styles. This is big too. Uh, we're seeing a lot of metal roofs. Metal roofs, the most expensive roof you can get. The standing seam metal. Uh, you want to save some money? Don't do standing seam, but it, then you see all the nuts and bolts up there, and it kind of looks cheap. Uh, tile, flat tile. We're doing a ton of that. Obviously, it's not cheap to do tile roofs either. Uh, shingles, your next one, but shingle on a big custom home looks cheap and just doesn't go. So tile is going to be the best bet, but there are different roof materials, different selections maybe that you can save on as well. Uh, another one, landscaping. A lot of builders will kind of give you a budget on this, but um, with landscaping, you're going to want to, you know, kind of with landscaping, you're going to keep, keep the, in my opinion, and I'm kind of talking down here, keep it less expensive because in the ways you can do that is just do immature plants. Uh, you don't need full grown plants. People do them. I got a build we're doing now that they want all mature stuff, which is fine, but the mature stuff can run you 70 to a hundred thousand dollars by the time you're done on a full landscape project versus immature stuff. That's 15 to 20. And I said, you know, it's smaller plants and obviously down here in Florida, the summers, it rains quite a bit. Um, so you get the summer months and these plants are going to grow. They grow like weeds. They grow fast. So you can keep your budget down by just doing immature plants. And then you also, you can landscape yourself, have the builder put in what you need into code, and then you can do it yourself. Go to Lowe's, buy the plants. If you want to do it yourself, go ahead. That's another option to save money as well. Um, let's go to the pool, pool pavers. Now we do a lot of stone decking, uh, 12 by 24s. Obviously stone is more expensive than regular brick paver. Brick paver is going to save you money, uh, quite a bit. So if you don't really need stone, uh, go with brick paver. Uh, that's, that's an option that's going to save you money on the pool deck. Cypress ceilings outside. We do those. Uh, if you don't want to pay for the cypress, obviously the labor adds up on that and the stain and so on. Keep your ceiling just stucco ceiling. Uh, driveway size is another one. Just keep your driveway a simple driveway up to the garage with the walk path up to the front door. Circle driveways, all that kind of stuff adds up. So keep these things in mind as you are building your house. Uh, it's, you know, these are just way, quick ways to save money. Um, and this was a quick one, guys. I, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, obviously, there's probably more stuff. that, And like I said, just message me. If you're building a house, feel free to DM me. Uh, message me on Facebook. I'll, I'm happy to answer any questions or help you out uh, as far as you know where you can maybe save a little bit of money. And this is with custom homes. That's what I specialize in. If it's a track home or something like that, I may not be able to help you, but I'll try. Uh, I specialize in custom home builds, but if you have questions about a track home, I'm happy to try and help you, or maybe I can direct you to somebody. I know a lot of builders. I've had them on my show as well. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Real Build. I'm Bill Ryman, your broker builder. Uh, all I ask once again, give me a like, uh, You know, give me a subscribe, and also uh, five stars and write a review. That's it. It's very simple. Next week, I'll be having a guest on once again. So all you guys that keep continuing to listen, thank you so much. I hope I'm helping 
I hope I'm making your building experience and real estate experience a lot better. Uh, Thank you all. And I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Real Build. And guys, if you would just take a little bit of your time to write a review below, I'd really appreciate it. It doesn't take long. Obviously, reviews are going to make this show be heard by more people. And that's what we need. We need to get this out there. So please write a review, share it with your friends and family. And thank you so much for everybody that's listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode.